Welcome to today's Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's podcast is an interview with Trinity member Rachel, who not only has lost over two stone and three dress sizes at age 52 and during perimenopause, dropping from around 12 stone to being in the eight stone bracket, which is the lightest and fittest she's been since her early teens, since about age 11, but she's now also been spurred on by her success and is now realising her dream of sailing around the world. In today's episode, we discuss the inspiring changes Rachel's made in her life, both physically and otherwise, and we find out exactly how she did it. So without further ado, let's get straight into it, sit back and relax, and welcome to today's podcast. So I'm here today with Trinity member Rachel, and Rachel, Dave has told me, so you've been working with Dave. Dave's told me that you kind of recently lost over two stone since joining Trinity. And I believe you've been lighter than at this point than like any point in your adult life, which I think is an incredible achievement, not something that we hear often. Um, but I think in order to put this into context, I think we need to understand your story a little more. So first things first, for people who don't know you, like what would you say if someone said, who's Rachel? Oh, gosh. So that's a tricky one to start with. So I am a 53-year-old um, uh, teacher, head teacher, coach, and sailor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't actually know that you were a, a head teacher as well. Yes. I actually, I, um, that, the start of my journey was finishing yeah. being a head. Okay. That, was my, that was my first decision I made along the way. <laughs> we'll have to come back to that because I've, I've worked with quite a few people in teaching and I know that can be its own challenge Indeed. and kind of compete <laughs> quite a lot. Yeah. So going back to that point then where before you were kind of starting your journey with Trinity, like where were you at that point? Like where, where were you physically, but where were you sort of mentally as well? So, yeah, my my journey, if I take you all the way back, I was quite a slender early teen, I suppose. and then went through some tricky times, moved school, parents got divorced when I was about 16. And I piled on weight then and have never really taken it off since. Um, so I've always sat sort of around, you know, size 12, size 14, big size 14 after my son was born. Um, and, you know, worked hard, played hard, done an awful lot of traveling, paragliding, sailing all through my life. So I'm fit, I was always fit but not happy with my body particularly, but comfortable that it, it could take me where I wanted to go. Um, and then I took up my headship in 2016 and boy, that was hard work. <laughs> so everything else went out the window. So all the self-care and sleep and all those other things that probably many other teachers and head teachers will tell you um, went out the window, which was okay for the short term. Um, and then in September, 2019, my mum died. Um, and that I was always going along at 80 hour weeks, no problem, but putting on a bit more weight, sitting there probably around 12 stone two when I was prepared to get on the scales. Not sure what it was when I was not prepared to get on the scales, um, but really not feeling great in myself at all, mentally or physically, just run down. And then with my mum's death, that took my energy levels way lower um, and I just, realized that it wasn't I needed to refocus everything about myself um, so I first job quit the headship 
um, and rethought my whole career. Um, so my last two weeks of headship were the first two weeks of lockdown, which was interesting. Um, and then spent some time just working out the whole COVID thing, working out my grief thing. And by the beginning of 2021, I felt ready to, I suppose, take a step forward rather than keep looking back. Um, so by uh, January last year, I was still just over 12 stone, not feeling particularly great with my body, but feeling much happier in the way I knew where I was going. And interestingly, the first thing I did was I started yoga. Um, I don't know if you know the YouTube channel, Yoga with Adrian, um, but it was a really good way of getting the first important word of what I learned last year, which is self-compassion and, and being kind to yourself and putting your, you know, putting yourself first and letting go of things that don't serve you. And a lot of the things that you talk about as well were sort of key messages that I started to get from her. And then I decided to take my teaching into coaching. And I went and learned to become a coach in sort of this time last year, actually. Um, so I did a, a coach training course, which was unbelievable, a complete turnaround. And it really got me thinking about that mindset shift. Um, and what I wanted to achieve going forward. So I had the self-compassion, then right, focus on the mindset, now get ready to look at your goals. And it was all strengths-based, which I know Trinity is amazing at focusing on strengths rather than weaknesses and building on those from a starting point. Um, and I started um, co-coaching one of the other people that I was on the course with. And one of the first things we talked about when she was coaching me was that, you know, I talked about the fact that I wanted to lose weight and get fit because I wanted to sail around the world. And it was one of the things I needed in my rucksack of good stuff in order to help me achieve that longer term goal. Um, and just as we had that first call, I saw your um, video come up on YouTube, actually, when I was watching a sailing video. And I was like, oh, now that seems really holistic. That's a good way around it. I love the, the, the three pronged you know, focus of mindset and um, diet and exercise and how they all need to interlink in order to be effective and it just resonated with all the strengths-based coach training I've been doing so I, I picked up the call uh, the phone and uh, started my journey. <laughs> I love it and I have to come back to a couple of things in a minute but let's continue on that path then so you started your journey there now you've obviously achieved so much Sometimes we can forget kind of the difficult parts, but when you started then, did you just kind of fall straight into it? Do you think you were in the right place because you've made all those changes already? Or were there kind of some challenges along the way when you started? I think I'd made the mental shift already. And I also was able to look at, understand uh, where I'd failed in the past. So I'd started on my, I'm, I'm good at starting on my own journeys. Um, and I can usually sort of keep it up for a couple of months, lose like eight or nine pounds, and then it plateaus and I get disheartened. Um, and the bad habits come back in again because they haven't really, you know, the good ones haven't really formed well enough to be sustainable. Um, and things either gently, so they, they sustain and then they gently ease up again when I have emotional hassles and things. And you know, the, the, the sleep goes, the exercise goes, the food comes on. Um, and so as I had that first coaching call with, with my colleague, I'd managed just the eight weeks, I'd managed to lose half a stone. And I knew this was like the danger point for me. 
of then not carrying on. And I knew I needed that extra impetus, which is which is why I looked externally, because I knew that if I was honest with myself, that the keeping expecting myself to do it without any support wasn't going to work. And what, what had you tried before then? So you said you tried before you got to this point, eight weeks. Yeah. And you go back. What kind of stuff had you tried? Just the whole eat less, move more bit. So, so just you know, sort of managing that and being brave about getting on the scales. Because <laughs> for me, getting on the scales was like, oh, you'd avoid it for years and then be really disappointed. <laughs> uh, so first of all, it's like yeah, actually facing up to the fact that you really need to do something. Um, and then to be honest with myself about my my weight and the fact that looking in the mirror wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Um, and so I'd never I'd never really joined any other external things before. Um, so this is a, a really new step for me. Um, I tried those weird liquid diet things, but they just created just a horrific imbalanced attitude to food where I could do it for a few days and then I'd go all out and eat a whole packet of chocolate biscuits, which I would never have done beforehand because it, I, it was just, it created a bad relationship with food. And I think what I liked about Trinity was it's not, it was a really balanced approach to nutrition and a sensible one and a sustainable one. And I think that's really important. Yeah, definitely. And I think you, you touched on, obviously we do a good, go for a holistic approach with exercise, nutrition and mindset. What else was different then? You said, you know, you needed something different after sort of, you were reaching that danger point on your own. What else do you think made the difference this time and meant you followed through with it? For me, again, admitting that I didn't know it all. Uh, you know, I've, I've done an awful lot of running in the past and done half marathons and things like that, but I knew it wasn't really having an impact on my body the way I wanted it to. And one of the, you know, a few of the things that you said in your uh, YouTube video really resonated in terms of strength-based training. Um, it being much more appropriate for you know, people of my age um, and that it would have more of an impact. And I thought, well, I don't know exactly what that looks like. So I need some help. And I don't, you know, I don't know what other things I can do with my nutrition. So I need some, some help and guidance. It was, it was really owning up to the fact that I didn't know it all and I needed some extra support. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, it shows good self-awareness, I suppose, like, whenever something isn't is repeatedly not working obviously there's something we we're missing whatever that may be so you made those changes with your nutrition you made those changes to your training what I know I've kind of touched on the results soon, but what kind of things changed then in your life since you started your journey with Trinity I think well obviously weights changed dramatically so this time last year I was I'd lost a couple of pounds so I was at about 11 stone nine when I joined Trinity I was 11 two um, now I'm eight stone 13. I don't think I've ever seen that on the scales ever, maybe when I was about 11 um, or 12. Uh, and I've gone from a size, large size 14 to now getting into size eights and surfy dude shots, which is really great. <laughs> um, and being, even though I, I was fit before, I feel much I feel like I, even though we focused on the strength-based stuff, that my aerobic fitness is still excellent, but it's backed up by strength and stamina. Um, so when I did, I did a, a recent assessment week on a 72-foot yacht to become one of their first mates for the Tall Ships Youth Trust. And 
there's a lot of heaving, massive sails around and big winches. And I was the only girl on the course. Um, and I could keep up with the guys. I would never have been able to do that this time last year. So, you know, from a physical perspective, everything has changed, which has then obviously, you know, compounded and accelerated my mindset. And the fact that I know when I put my mind to it and I finish things off, which I love another one of your statements is like, you know, everyone gets to the 80% and then you give up in the last little bit and you've got to finish. And I feel this time I've, I've in fact, I've, I've gone way beyond where I was planning to get to with my weight and my body. And it's just shown me that actually I can just turn my focus anywhere. And if I've got that commitment to follow it through till the end, then anything is possible. That's a good point. What, what did you think? I hear this from a lot of people. What did you think you'd be able to achieve when you started? Like, what did you think was the end goal? So when I started, you know, the, the happiest I've been with my body is probably when I was out clubbing and going walking and paragliding at the weekends and I was probably about 10 stone four and a nice comfortable fit size 12 and um and I was really excited about the possibility of getting to that and I hadn't seen it for 15 years or so um but I achieved that in the first eight weeks <laughs> so I was like oh okay, I'll just carry on then because this is actually surprisingly easy um you know just a few of the, the tweaks to the nutrition and the exercise weren't that like that horrific time of liquid diets. It wasn't that this was a, it, it didn't feel that I was depriving myself of anything. Um, so I thought, well, let's just see. And so I set myself the next goal of nine and a half stone by the end of phase two. So by the end of the second 12 weeks, but I'd got there as well and I was still really comfortable. So I was like, well, I'll just carry on a little bit then. <laughs> and now, I really don't want to lose any more weight because I've got, I've, um, I don't want to get too bony. <laughs> so now yeah, I'm, I'm in a really comfortable place. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good to share that because for a lot of people, I think they hear people's amazing transformations like yours and then they think, oh, well, I couldn't do that or that's way more than I want to achieve. And I often find people don't quite realise what they can achieve. And it's obviously not just about the weight or the dress size, but they come in with an idea of, okay, if I just get here, it'd be great. And I think that's, that is what you've got to do. I think you've just got to set that first goal. And then did, is that what you did? Then you got to that one and then you're, oh, maybe I'll go a bit further. Yeah. Then I, then I um, set the next one and then I just carried on going and actually sitting around the nine stone mark is as an ideal place for me. I, 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 you know, I feel really good in myself, but actually the trickiest thing now, because it's been such a pleasant journey, <laughs> Um, is not going, oh, I'll just carry on then, shall I? And that's been, that's been a very different mindset shift in terms of actually, no, probably now is a good time to stop <laughs> losing weight because otherwise, you know, you go to the other side and being too slender isn't good for a long-term sort of fitness and health either. So it's trying to get the balance right. And that's been, that's been an interesting challenge, trying to get myself out of the mindset I'd set myself in in terms of losing weight. Yeah, I've seen that in, in other members, again, who achieve big changes like you have. It's like there's another mindset shift that has to happen, isn't there, at some point yeah. of like, because you almost get hooked on seeing the change, which is great. Mm. But then you've got to get hooked on something else, which might be seeing strength improvement or, you know, doing what you're doing with your sailing. And by the way, I've done nothing as big as that. I've, I've been on, I don't know what the length is, probably like a 40 foot yacht. And yeah. I've done that winching and stuff. And that's pretty hard. <laughs> it really <laughs> it's is. It's hard work. And I do a lot of fitness, so I'm impressed. 
and if the sail goes or something and you've got to you know the ropes loose or something it's um, you know you're all kind of holding on to it like yeah it's not and just yeah and hoisting these i mean the sails are over um they're, they're over a ton each i think wow. um and so just hoisting the damn things up the mast is is a is a beast of a job so what to share with everyone then what you, you kind of just dropped it in there like it's a casual thing one of your ambitions is to sail around the world yes like how long have you had that ambition and how long has that actually felt like a possibility for you so i've had it probably for 10 years 20 15 years um i've i've my very first holiday when I was like six years old, was on my grandparents' little 26-foot boat that they'd bought, and they sailed it through the French canals, and I met them in France uh, in the Mediterranean coast. And ever since then, I've loved sailing. Um, and, but unfortunately, that wasn't, that wasn't the way I met my husband. I met him on a hill paragliding. So we spent the first sort of 25 years of our, our lives together on hills paragliding. Um, but I took him on a, on a day skipper course and uh, he's one of, one of his strengths is the same as mine. We're both activators and actually he, he's lethal at it. So once he gets something in his head, boom, it's done. It's, there is no, there's no stopping him. Um, and unfortunately it's one of mine as well. So when we both think the same thing, we're very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a month after we'd done the day skipper, we'd bought our first little boat. And Love that's that. for me. <laughs> Just the, take action. Yeah, boom, straight away. Okay, done. Um, and that started thinking me get thinking is this you know is actually sailing a long-term opportunity with being retired I don't want to sit there and think what do I do at the end of my working life do I just sit there and like dwindle you know I don't want to be someone who sits in front of the tv and does nothing that would or you know I need to have a real goal to them to make retirement a worthwhile goal in itself and to make my working life have something different to, at the end of it. Um, so it was sort of always on my agenda from the moment we got the first little boat. And I've been gently easing my husband into the thinking of it. So, you know, um, we've been talking about it. Then we, then we had my son and uh, well, our son even, and we moved up to a 30 foot boat um, and that took us a little bit further and a, a bit further afield. And we started parking up next to boats that we were like, oh, that's quite nice. Oh, that. And we luckily, we found one when Jacob was about nine, actually. We were like, and it was the first time I've heard guys say, oh, I'd go around the world on that. And I was like, result, amazing. Right, okay. He's in line. <laughs> so ever since then, I've been sort of just easing him into the, the thinking of it. Um, and it's felt, it's felt sometimes really possible and sometimes very far away. Um, and I suppose that all depends on our skills and expertise, how we think we're gonna get the money for it um, and just getting the time to prepare and plan and do it right. Um, so when I was ahead, we were definitely thinking of that. We, I'd had my sort of retirement date in plan. So we had it a goal. Um, we all decided it was when Jacob was going to leave school so that he could have his first year, his year out, if he wants to still stay with us, coming around, um, coming doing ocean sailing with us um, yeah, between school and uni. Um, and it felt 
that there were some bits in place, but I didn't have enough focus on it. And since then, it's felt much closer. Since in the last year, since doing the coaching course and then joining Trinity and having everything then suddenly locked into place last year in terms of aligning all of our goals. And I think that's one of the, the things that, again, that I've taken away from this last year in terms of the wider coaching is that you can have weight loss goals, but a lot of the time they feel either that they're for a specific purpose, like someone's wedding or going on holiday or something. And when you get to the end point, what's the point? And things then deteriorate or they're sort of nebulous and you're not quite sure why you're doing it, but you know you need to lose weight. And it was only really when I went, actually, this is a really, really important part of getting me ready to go around the world and how it linked into everything else I want to achieve, then it became so much easier because it was like, well, obviously I'd do this. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> so you've got that bigger why, which obviously we try and set goals with all our members yeah. um, when they sign up and then we do it every 12 weeks now as well. And you know, through being coaching, you have to have that kind of bigger why. And it doesn't have to be, I don't have a goal as grand as sailing around the world, but it sounds amazing. Like I'm inspired by it. But it for each member, it's different. And I think the, the key thing is to have that why, whether it's just to be able to, not just, but be able to play with your grandkids, which is like, a you know, that's one I hear yeah. a lot and be able to run around with them. It could be to do certain events and enjoy them. It could be to translate into your work. Like how how has what you've achieved like impacted? So you're obviously now coaching you were ahead before how has it impacted the other areas of your life so you like your career or your relationship like the changes that you've made physically um so physical changes of and, you know and the mental changes and everything else and is really changes, hard yeah. to split because I see them as a very holistic thing um and I'm never sure which is the cause and which is the effect but they've all had this lovely positive spiral effect yeah so so now I'm much I put myself first much more so I will say no more to things and not get dragged into the yes monster moment which is so easy to do for so many people and absolutely resonates with me is you can go yes 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 and then you don't have any time for yourself and you get tired and you get exhausted and things fall away and then you lose your energy and then you don't even do your job as well as, as you wanted to. So it's like, a, that's a negative one. Whereas you think, no, actually, I'm, I don't care how busy I am. I'm going to make really nice foods to eat at night that are you know, healthy and sensible. I'm going to make time to walk, and which is a really important thing for me, um, you know, to get out there in nature and walk, sort everything out, um, and to do the exercises. So when you put that first, then you have more energy, and then you can tackle the bigger things. So, you know, I've avoided the, the lure of full-time work again. Um, I much prefer now to be in control of my own space. So I can say yes and no when I choose and not when someone else chooses. So I can balance everything that I'm doing. I can take new opportunities when I see them and refocus everything else. So, um, so I got my Yacht Master which I wouldn't have had time or energy to do beforehand. Um, I've now, I'm just waiting for it, um, the paperwork to get me get, get back. So I'm commercially endorsed. So now in a couple of weeks time, I'll be able to get paid to go sailing, which is amazing. Um, I've booked onto a, a, 
a cruising instructor course, so I'm going to be able to teach sailing as well and get paid for it. Um, I've built, I'm building my coaching business up. Um, so everything just is, it's much more in my space and in my control. And because I've got control of my body and my weight and everything else, suddenly everything else is easier to control um, because I know I can do it and because I know what I need to prioritize in order to achieve my goals. I often hear from people, they say, like, it takes up a big part of their headspace. Like, if they are not feeling good in themselves and they're worrying about their weight and they're not quite sure, you know, it's, it's, they, they can't seem to solve the problem. Did you, have, did you find that was happening for you or did you just kind of push it to the back of your mind? Because it was. I pushed that to the back of my mind. I've got it the other way around in that as, I'm, as I started seeing success, I used my walks, my dog walks, I sort of take her out three times a day. So I get my 10,000 steps in a day. Nice, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I use those rather than to chew over work problems. I use them to celebrate and do the gratitude stuff. So, you know, like this feels amazing. I feel really fit. Oh my goodness, my jeans feel great. You know, and I actually, I, I do that positive self-talk when I'm walking. So I get all of that mindset benefit when I'm walking rather than the, oh, he said, she said, what should I have said? Stuff which you normally spend your walks doing. Um, and that's made a big difference. So that turning the negative self-talk into positive self-talk and finding time to make sure you do that for me was, has been really important because it's self-fulfilling. And on that front, you mentioned clothes. Obviously, sounds like you've changed quite dramatically in terms of size and you, you said, since you were sort of 11 or something, you haven't been that size. Have you had to buy a whole, whole new wardrobe of clothes then? What's happened? Yes. <laughs> it's been a bit <laughs> pricey. <laughs> so I just, the, the, the tricky thing is I bought some clothes in September and now I've had, I can't, and now they don't fit either. So I have to like, I have to, I'm just doing gently, gently. So I've put all my big clothes away um, and I'm just having a smaller subset of very nice clothes that I've gone shopping for, which is lovely. <laughs> Well, you can't have too many clothes if you're going to sail around the world and take them on the boat. Yeah, exactly. You only need a small amount. It's fine. <laughs> and on that journey then, like we've talked about obviously everything you've achieved, which is incredible. What were the key things other than kind of like the, 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 the what we did with the exercise, what you did with the nutrition, like what were the key other elements? So, for example, you worked with Dave. Did that have an impact on your results or do you think you were so determined like it didn't matter that you had that? support like what what other elements helped you achieve what you've achieved so dave has been amazing you've got an extraordinary coach there he's just been fantastic all the way through um what the i think from the start it's just nice knowing that there's an accountability cycle and that you have to check in to someone so that just by its very nature is a good thing um, and helps continue even when you plateau um, what he was really good at, um, and speaking as a strengths-based coach, is focusing on the good stuff. So, you know, and celebrating the wins. So we're always coming from a place of strength. And I think, you know, that's really important. And he does that brilliantly. Um, and when I was sort of going, oh, this little bit still isn't working, or I'm having a problem here, or my knee's a bit dodgy this week, you know, he'd come in with a whole set of different alternatives. So that, you know, so I felt that I had someone who was, who'd got my back no matter what I was doing. So I say, I, when I joined the program, I had a really dodgy knee. 
So he just suggested sort of different ways in which you can tackle things without kneeling. Kneeling is an issue. The rest of it's fine, but kneeling is an issue. Um, and when I, I did, um, I had my eyes done, so I've had refractive lens exchange, hence from very focal glasses, I now know where nothing and won't for the rest of my life. It's so exciting. Um, yeah. But that meant that I couldn't do any weight bearing exercise for four weeks. So I just went, yeah, not sure I'm gonna have to cope with this. Um, and you know, came back with all sorts of other options and alternatives. So again, that's just been brilliant. It's meant that I can be consistent and still look after my, you know, those personal needs and making sure it fits with me. That's good to hear. <laughs> I know Dave's an amazing coach. It's amazing. It's really good to hear the different adaptions he made because that's what we like to do, right? So there's always a way. I think that's what you yeah. realise now. Isn't you don't have to be exercising perfectly to see good results. You know, you can take a month off and do different things. What kind of stuff did you do in that month then? Um, so, so I did a lot of the sort of you know strength stuff but using either body weight or just the uh, the band so rather than having to pick up the big kettlebells yes which was the was the main issue in terms of putting pressure on my eyes and mm -hmm. i needed to keep my head above my heart so you know so as long as uh, he, i need to say i did it was mostly it was all strength based but it was just making sure that those two things didn't clash and then when i was like oh everything's working well but my bum still isn't good. And then he just gave me a whole like set of bum exercises that I could do like on my fourth or fifth day. Um, so that so that, that would get a particular extra zap. <laughs> Are you happy with that now? Happy with all that? Yeah, it's still still a little bit of work to do on it, to be honest, but it's it's getting much better. <laughs> always, there's always something. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have high standards for yourself. But no, I'm really inspired by the journey. I I'm interested to hear what would you say like it to someone in your position either before you start with us or I know you, you kind of a few months before made some quite significant changes right with where you were in your career maybe you could even talk to the the head version of you like someone who's in that position you've been a certain way all your adult life you know it's, you just kind of push this thing to the back of the mind what would you say to someone in that position um I'd say anything is possible if you if you prioritize it um, and for all of you know our crazy hard-working uh, women out there who are part of your team um, and part of your community I think that self-compassion first and making sure that you prioritize yourself and it will have an impact a good impact on all the other areas of your life it feels like sometimes it's too hard to fit it in and you just, you know, it's something you'll get to later. But as we get on in life, there may be no later. Yeah, you might do things now that will impact the rest of your life. So make the right choices. <laughs> yeah, put yourself first, look after yourself. And then the career, family, the rest of your life will fall into place. But combine them if you can. And that was, that was my other, it's absolutely, if you can see everything linked and and how everything impacts each other then you're more likely to see success across the board but with and the other thing is I'm a natural critic of myself and others rather than a natural praiser whereas I would say that someone like Dave is just a natural praiser it's just that's just his thing which is great um, and 
the strengths-based coaching and the way you do your strengths-based approach, I think is a core message that I would want to give to my previous self as well. Focus on the good stuff. You can only change from a position of strength. And that's your position of, you know, what you can do well. Do that more. Because it's so easy going, oh, but this bit isn't right. And just focusing on the bad bits. Actually, if we focus on the good bits, we'll get more of them. And then the bad bits will come along by themselves. Yeah, and that's, that's like you said, working with someone like that, you can really turn that around because they're going to constantly get you to focus on those good bits again when inevitably, like you said, a lot of the people we work with initially, you probably end up in this situation where you're not feeling so good in yourself when you're always focusing on the negative bits, as you said, all the bits you don't like. And yeah. by turning that around, you can turn everything around. So, yeah. Rachel, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. It's been really, really inspiring. Is there any last words you want to want to drop in before we wrap this up I just really a, a big thank you I would never have thought I would have got to this stage um in my life and you've set me up I'm feeling ready to sail around the world now we've even the other thing we did we bought a boat and it's she's just being done up so we are we have the boat I have the body we're ready <laughs> and, I can't and, wait to see the and uh and that's and that's you know a, a lot of that success has been wound up with my um with with the, the trinity community both the other the other people who are so supportive in the community and you guys as a as the trinity team so i think it's an extraordinarily powerful um recipe that you've got thank you no thank you thank you for being so candid in sharing your whole story and um thank you for joining me making the time and please do keep sharing your journey with us because I think we'll all be inspired to see when, not if, you stay around the world. <laughs> Thank you. Is there a date for it yet? Yes, uh, July 2026. Okay, cool. So a while away. But in the yeah. meantime, I, yeah, got all the other things going on. <laughs> I understand, yeah. No, I'm very excited to hear about it and, um, and continue to share with us the the journey we'll have to get you back on when you've done it <laughs> <I'll probably be. laughs> well the last time the last time this boat went around the world she was um it took the 17 years 17 years okay 17 yeah maybe years. we'll be able to part <laughs> <laughs> by that time we'll all be like in winter <laughs> yeah we'll we'll, well we'll we'll have to catch up before then but look thank <laughs> you so much for taking the time thank you so much for sharing your story and obviously keep putting the hard work it's it's amazing to hear Great. Thank you very much, Robin. Thanks for all of those uh, brilliant coaching courses. Well. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.